Welcome to the Motherhood Unfiltered podcast. We are a group of moms striving to bring balance to motherhood with lots of laughs and some tears along the way. We seek to walk alongside you in this journey as we learn and grow from one another. Hello friends, it's Brittany and on this episode we will be talking about body image. Brianna and I have known of each other since we were maybe pre-teens but became friends through my husband in our college years as they attended college together. I always love to add the shout out that Brianna was also our JJ Heller (laughs) wedding singer for our wedding reception. And we had people asking to hire her in our band because she did that great. I did not know that. That's that's hilarious. (laughs) Brianna is also the creator and driving force behind Motherhood Unfiltered, as many of you know. And I know her passion is to have a place for moms to speak openly and offer each other support through the highs and the lows of motherhood. This page has been a blessing to so many moms and hopeful moms, myself included. Body image is definitely another subject that we don't hear nearly enough support about as moms and we wanted to shed some light on that today and so that's going to be our topic that we want to bring some balance to today. Hello everyone I'm so so excited to be talking about this today and I really hope that everyone just um, is encouraged. Since our listeners pretty much know who you are already why don't we just dive right in and tell us why you are so passionate about this subject. So I have honestly always dealt with hating my body. It's something that I've struggled with since I was 12 years old. So I wanted to talk on this subject because I really wanted to encourage moms um, and let them know that it's just as much okay to not look perfect as it is to not be perfect because we always embrace that part right like I'm not perfect but I'm the perfect mom for my child and although that is very true it doesn't end there Um, we also have to be okay with how we look which is something that I know a lot of women especially moms struggle with that is such a great point Brianna And it seems like body image has always been a tough subject for uh, not just yourself and for myself included, but for so many young ladies and for moms Mm -hmm. that I talk to, um, especially in that preteen, teenage phase where, Mm -hmm. you know, even like these days, I feel like media and advertisement feeds into it so much more. And it's like in Mm -hmm. young girls' faces and even in our faces as moms. Um, So you said you started, it started for you when you were like 12. What triggered your attention to be placed on your body image at 12 years of age? So at that age, so when I was 12 years old, this is going to sound like saying it out loud. It sounds so stupid, but this is literally how it happened. So um, I liked this boy and I remember one of my friends going up to him in such a way that a 12 year old would and telling him, my friend likes you. And I was within earshot, so I'll never forget his response. He turned to me, looked at me, and said, who, her? She's way too fat. Oh, my goodness. That is so mean of, like, anyone to say, especially a young kid. And it, like, still till this day resonates so close to home for so many of us. (laughs) 
Yeah, it it really is. It was horrible. And he was, you know, honestly, he was just just as much of a kid as I was. But there are so many things I would tell my 12-year-old self if I could go back in time. You know, first of all, I was not even that fat. <laughs> okay, I have seen you at that age, and you were not fat. I can attest to the fact that you have always <laughs> been on the very slim side. <laughs> right. And, you know, looking back, like, I totally agree with that. Um, I, you know, I was very blessed, like, with that, those type of genes. Um, but going back to, like, things I would tell myself, you know, second of all, like, who cares? Like, his opinion literally did not mean a thing. Like, we don't even, like, know of each other anymore, you know? And I know for some people that's not the case. But even if you do know of each other anymore, like, their opinion really doesn't matter, you know? Exactly. Amen to that, sister. (laughs) (laughs) But obviously, time travel is not something that I have access to. So I can't go back and tell myself any of those things. But I remember going home and crying because it just hurt me so bad. Oh, I bet. I bet because words are so powerful, especially at any age. But when you're young and being just molded like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think we realize how powerful words really are. And I'm even learning that in my adult life now. But I pretty much at the time stopped eating, you know, maybe a sandwich here and there, but I had convinced myself that I did not need food. And honestly, like, I don't even remember being hungry, like ever. Like I had convinced myself I didn't need food so bad that I stopped wanting it. Like I never remember feeling like I was starving. Like I just remember no, this that they like the results felt better than the consequence, I guess, at the mm-hmm. time. And I remember it taking my parents a minute to realize what was going on um, because all of this happened right as I was entering the puberty stage. So I think they just thought I was losing baby fat, but they did eventually catch on, you know, because I was a twig, I was skin and bones consumed by being able to see my hip bones while standing up. Wow. Like that was my, yeah. you know, that was what looked good to me. And my mom finally caught on. And I remember her threatening to send me to a rehabilitation center if I didn't start eating. And I've always been really close to my family, especially my mom. And so as weird as it may sound, like some people that may not have snapped them out of it, Honestly, just, like, the thought of being away from my family. I had a two-year-old sister at the time that I, like, loved and, like, took care of, you know, like, helped my mom take care of. That really, like, convinced me to start eating again and to make myself better. Yeah, and um, I know you said that your mom had even brought it up. And for so many parents or even friends, sometimes we don't know how to react when we see a loved one struggling. Um, And it can be kind of awkward to bring up an issue, but your mom really did such an incredible thing by even calling you out for it. And um, it sounds like she knew exactly how to handle it in the way that you needed um, to like bring it to light at least, like just to bring the issue out of the darkness, shed some light on it. And maybe it didn't completely clear up, but even having, you know, have that relief that like 
okay, my, right. my, my family sees that I'm struggling. Um, mm-hmm. Was that enough to make you stop there? Or did this distorted body image continue? I think that was the worst of it. Um, but throughout the rest of my teenage life, I was always worried about not being thin enough. Um, like if I had to cut back and stop eating, I would. Now I'm going to start like throwing out numbers of like weight and stuff. And my goal is not to make any other moms like feel like, wow, you could ever weigh like that. Like I never weighed that much. Like I remember my mom saying that growing up, like I was never as skinny as you. And that's not my goal. My goal isn't to throw around numbers to be proud. It's just to kind of like give a general idea. So I remember back then my ideal weight was 115 pounds which and how is tall are you crazy I'm five 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 and a half okay, five so five to and give a half. like yeah to give that kind of visual too five five and a half mm-hmm. 115 yeah. pounds way mm-hmm. too low of a goal yeah. for yourself right and that to me looking back like that's crazy but at the time I would not let myself go over so at like 116 and mind you this is after wow. 12 like this is after yeah. you know my mom confronted me. This is after all that at one sixteen, I would cut out bread or I would cut my food in half or I would cut out a meal or two. I mean, it's always been a mentality that I've had that sadly still to this day has deep roots that I struggle with getting rid of. And this happened all throughout high school. When I got older and went off to college, I wasn't near as consumed I don't think I had the time to be, honestly. Um, Also, one thing that I just realized is the scale was gone. Um, The scale was at home with my mom. Like, the scale wasn't in front of me. We didn't have a scale in our dorm room. So I think that had a large impact, too, as to why um, I wasn't so consumed. But if I saw a picture where I looked larger than normal or, you know, maybe my arm looked too fat or whatever, I would break down crying and literally hate myself for getting so big, which in reality was not even that big, you know? Wow. That is such a stronghold to carry around with you. Um, especially even like through your college years when you really should just be having fun still and hanging out with your Mm -hmm. friends and maybe like being mindful of a healthy lifestyle, but, um, but, but to, get to the point of like breakdown crying from like seeing a bad angle of your picture which we all have bad angle (laughs) pictures or we all have parts of ourselves that aren't the most flattering um but again that's all comparison right and so I kind of think like it's such a mentality because um like at the end of the day I have my arms and my legs and they get the job done and I have my body and I had a baby with my body like it's right. like my, in so many ways, my body is, is just like doing so much to give me this like incredible life, even just walking mm-hmm. around and being able to right. use all my limbs is such a blessing. And then we get so stuck on like, well, right. I have this little extra pudge, you know, it's like, right, right. we kind of overlook everything great that our body is doing too. Mm-hmm. Right. So what's so funny is because we did know each other through college and you're bringing up um, how tough it was for you in college. And I remember like being friends 
in those years thinking like, oh my gosh, if I could only ever be as thin as Brianna, like Brianna is so thin. And then to know (laughs) that like at the same, I mean, who would have known five years later, here we are doing a podcast on body image issues. And we had the same struggle of thinking, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so bad. And I look back at my pictures from, you know, college events and we're all there together. And I'm thinking, why did I think I was fat? Like, exactly. I wish that dress would fit me now. <laughs> yes. So it's like so funny that no matter what stage, there's always another goal for us to want to be or another, I don't know, something else for us to strive to look like. And then, you know, mm-hmm. after this stage, it could be plastic surgery, <laughs> Botox. <laughs> there's just always something with, as women, as girls, there's always an image for us to have in our mind to hold ourselves to and meanwhile Mm -hmm. there's always somebody that just maybe wishes they could have what we have or just like we see someone else and wish that we had what they had right right Um, right. so if so if this weighed heavily on you at this point in life how did you handle pregnancy because (laughs) In college, if you were already like my like my dream of a size, what I wish I could be, and we all gain weight in pregnancy, right? If if we don't, it's actually really dangerous for us and really dangerous for the baby. So it's you know it's a great thing to be gaining weight in pregnancy in a healthy way, right? But still, it's gaining weight, and when you're already struggling with like body image. Um, sometimes that can affect moms. I know for me, it was tough for me at times in my pregnancy. Um, but how was that for you? It's different for everyone. So what, what was that like for you and how did you handle body image and pregnancy? So pregnancy was actually, I think where I was the most chill about my weight. I think it's because I would always get really annoyed at women that would be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so fat. And, you know, because I would think, of course you are. You're like, (laughs) you're nine months pregnant. You have another child inside your stomach. Like you literally have another human being in your body. Of course you're fat. It's like a beautiful fat. It's a beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, right. And, and, you know, we all have those moments. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that never in my pregnancy did I ever have a moment of like, nothing fits me. I can't wear anything like Oh, I had the moments, you know, but I wasn't consumed by the moments, I guess would be a good way of putting it. Um, And because, well, and I've also been told by my husband that I'm the realest realist that he's ever met. So (laughs) I really think that helped um, because like I knew I was pregnant. I knew it was a miracle for my body to be growing this tiny human. And I knew I was going to get bigger as the baby got better, bigger. (laughs) So I honestly never once felt guilty for how bad I looked. And it honestly was probably the happiest nine months of my life because in like in that aspect, because for once, like I really did not care. Yeah. So it's really interesting that you say you didn't care, but yet here we are having a podcast (laughs) on body image (laughs) issues. Um, so what does that mean? Like, how does that, what does that mean for you that you didn't care through pregnancy, but yet here you are struggling. Like you gave your body a break while you were pregnant and growing a human and then continue to struggle or 
what does that look like for you? And again, this can be different for, for every mom, right? Like even moms that struggle with body image issues, maybe it was at different points in their pregnancy, or maybe it wasn't during their pregnancy, but after, what was it for you? Yeah. So when I was pregnant, I was fully prepared to gain weight for a positive experience, right? Which was my son. And honestly, I was expecting to gain weight after I had him because you hear that our bodies aren't the same, you know, that you can gain weight, you know, all, all the things you hear, all the things, but at my six week appointment postpartum, I discovered that I had only gained one pound pre-pregnancy to post-pregnancy. And I so many of us just dream up. (laughs) (laughs) And I was so proud of myself, like so proud, you know? Um, But I was so proud that I think I celebrated a little too much. So I told myself I could have this food and that food in abundance because I only gained one pound. Well, fast forward to a few months later, and I'm now gaining weight because you can only eat so many Chick-fil-A meals before it starts to catch up with you. Like, (laughs) Don't celebrate too hard, Brianna, but I just, I didn't understand that. And, you know, people say that when you breastfeed, you lose weight, but this was honestly not my experience. Yeah, it has not been my experience that breastfeeding helps me lose weight at all. (laughs) And I feel like, like that may apply to some women. I don't even know if it's the majority, but it may apply to some but we really need to end that myth because that that made me feel so bad that everyone kept telling me, oh, when you're breastfeeding, you're going to lose weight. And here I'm like a year, almost 10 months into breastfeeding. And still, it has not been the biggest motivating factor. So I think us as moms, we should just end that myth and stop setting these unrealistic expectations for postpartum. I 100% agree. I mean... I I mean, I even remember like asking, there was a mom that told me, oh, when you, when you breastfeed, are you breastfeeding? I'm like, yes, you know, as long as my body will allow me to. And she said, oh, you're going to lose weight. And I remember thinking, how does that happen? Like, do they like, like, they can't like suck the fat out of you. Like, how does that even happen? You know? So I agree. I don't, I also don't know if it's the majority that that is not the case for them. Um, maybe we're the minority. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but anyway, I actually ended up gaining weight and then gained even more once I stopped breastfeeding. But mm. I remember one day just beating myself up, you know, saying how fat I felt and how ugly I felt. And I realized this came shortly after I had just stumbled upon a perfect in quotation marks mom on Instagram and we all know which mom I'm talking about super fit super stylish kids look like they're dressed for a magazine and everything looks perfect and I'm not here to try to tear anyone down because I feel there's too much of that in the mom community but for me personally I'm just not in a phase of life where I can relate And honestly, I don't know if I'll ever be in a phase of life where I can relate to that. Oh my goodness. I know exactly what you mean. Honestly, the psychotherapist in me can always instinctively offer that mom on Instagram that has to be 
perfect in every picture. So much empathy from like the deepest part of my heart, because I just always imagine like, you know, this unrealistic expectation that she's striving to meet. What is it? What does it feel like for her and her life and for her family? And that's just, you know, not always how it's going to look. Sometimes your kid's food isn't going to stay perfectly on the table during dinner time. It's going to be all over the floor (laughs) and it's not going to look great for the family dinner picture, you know? Right, Um, right. I have, I have a really hard time, like even really paying attention to anything, but like real moms who inspire me to do better and be better. Um, how did you handle all of those heavy thoughts and, and those feelings of like, really, it's just like not being enough. Again, it's like the body image is like not being enough. And then comparing Mm -hmm. to like almost these unrealistic posts on Instagram, sometimes again, telling ourselves like not enough. How did you handle those thoughts and feelings that were infiltrating your mind um, as far as like your social media involvement or just in life? How did you kind of collect yourself back together to keep going? Rather quickly after that, um, I kind of had to talk myself down the ledge, so to say, Um Because the reality is there are some moms that I do know, you know, they have those perfect pictures on Instagram and they'll tell you like, oh yeah, like I actually hated that picture or like some moms aren't even trying to be that, you know, they just, maybe they have a kid that's like super posable that just like wants to pose all the time, you know? And so I, I really had to remind myself to like not play the comparison game. Right. I had, you know, I had so many thoughts at like 28 years old of just not eating at all until I was skinny again. And I felt like I was 12, mm-hmm. like all over. And then I realized, you know, what kind of example am I showing my son if I'm tearing myself down all the time? You know, what if I had a daughter? I could potentially influence her to obsess over her weight because that's all she hears me do. And honestly, that was enough for me. Again, like I'm very realistic and, and my kid means everything to me. And so that wasn't, that was enough for me to like stop and out loud, like I had to tell myself, which sometimes we have to like speak things into our life, you know? And I remember saying like, Brianna, if you're unhappy with yourself, do something about it. (sighs) Yeah. And like, sometimes like I need that, you know, I need that, like, you know, that, like that kick in the rear, you know, like, okay, you know what? Stop whining. Like, what, what are you, like, what are you doing to fix it? And if you don't, if you aren't willing to do anything to fix it, that is okay. Then just be happy and be content and who, with who you are, you know, but I wasn't, I knew I wasn't going to be happy or content. And so I did, I, I started doing something, you know, my husband and I, and my, our son started going for bike rides. And then shortly after, um, we both got on Weight Watchers, um, just because that's like what fit our lifestyle, because we both really, really love food. And so it was like, <laughs> easy for us. And you know what, like, I'm not a perfectly fit stick. And I have a kangaroo pouch from carrying a child that will probably never go away. I don't know. But I'm really happy with how I feel in this moment. And 
that's what the most important thing is. That is such a powerful reminder that our value as moms goes so much further beyond our looks. Um, I know you mentioned that really the motivating factor for you was like influencing your children, right? Like how is your body image or your body image distortion going to influence your children or your future daughter someday if you have a daughter? And, um, just like touching on that as moms, so many eating disorders stem from really unhealthy parenting. And uh, it could even be like, maybe it's not even the parenting style, but it could just be from like a parent that has a really unhealthy body image of themselves or very distorted body image of themselves. And like their, their child, especially daughters, I feel like as daughters, we always have Um, Mm -hmm. we always have like body image, it like just always shoved in our faces, like, you know, on every, at every store and every mall on, Mm -hmm. you know, every Mm -hmm. internet website, there's not, you know, room for like a stretch mark or one piece (laughs) of cellulite or anything. And it's just, um, maybe there, there are people like that, but for parents, like hearing your daughter or even your son really, your child hearing you speak about how much you hate your looks or you're, you can't wear this or nothing fits. And I'm so fat. Like, just think about like those words are going to resonate in their mind. And so many times um, as children, they will adopt what we put out there. They will, they will take that and and own that for themselves. So if we're constantly hating our body, our children are going to learn that it's totally okay. And it's actually normal to just hate your body. And that's not what we want to teach our kids as healthy moms and striving to be, you know, striving to raise healthy children. We want them Mm -hmm. to have a healthy body image as well. Um, And then on the flip side of that too, like you had mentioned taking control over your health. If you really are sick and tired of being sick and tired all the time, (laughs) Then taking control. I, I know that was something that um, you and I had talked probably like the beginning of the year and we were both talking about like how much weight we had gained and like it just wasn't coming <laughs> off from pregnancy and that you and Brandon had started going on bike rides. And honestly, it was so motivating to me because I was like, I even feel bad complaining because Brandon's over here doing something and I'm over here like, I know I don't want to do anything, but I just want to complain. <laughs> So after that, I mean, it took me a few months to really like change my mentality, but again, body image and, you know, food distortion, all of it is all a mentality, right? Like overeating, undereating, eating healthy. It's all a mentality, but it took me a while to change my mentality and get in like a healthy mindset. But you and Brandon had really influenced us to eat healthy. And I think that's that as parents, you have. that as parents, I think is so important to, to really carry on to our children, to teach them how to take control of their health. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, Luke is watching you and Brandon make those healthy choices and you're not depriving yourself. We were just talking the other day about how, if you want a cookie and you're craving a cookie, you eat the cookie and you don't feel guilty about it. You don't give yourself a hard time and you make healthy choices the next day or, you know, for the Mm -hmm. rest of the day. I know it's super important as parents 
to display a healthy lifestyle to our children because that is something also that they will carry on with them for the rest of their life. They'll learn portion control. They'll learn healthy lifestyle choices. They'll learn, you know, exercise just through lifestyle, getting out movement Mm -hmm. and what they see on our plate is what's going to be on their plate. Maybe not every meal, you know, maybe they'll go through their chicken nugget phase, but for the most part, they're going to look back and remember how they ate growing up. And that's going to be, that's going to be part of what um, molds them. And I think Mm -hmm. developing like that really healthy relationship with food too, where like no food is a bad food. Like food is not the problem. It's our, it's our control of like, or, you know, overindulging in like five brownies is not (laughs) healthy. (laughs) But when you are craving something sweet and you know, you want a brownie or you want to split a brownie with your husband or your baby, like there's, there's nothing wrong with that either. And I think that's really teaching our children some really healthy choices in life as far as like not making food the problem. So not growing like an unhealthy relationship with food either. Um, so I know for Noe and I, like I was telling you, you and Brandon really encouraged us to change our lifestyle and just start making better choices. I was like, Brandon or Brianna are doing uh-huh. this. We should totally do something together. And I kind of waited for Noe to come around. And then he was like, yeah, I want to, I want to start, you know, making healthier choices, which was like such a win in our home. I was like, yes, let's do it. I really <laughs> needed the motivation. And so him making that choice was it like just a huge motivating factor for me. And we've just decided to celebrate our progress and not perfection. And I've honestly never felt as confident as I have lately, just about like, wow, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm able to make these like healthy choices and shed the baby weight through Mm -hmm. healthy decisions. It's not, you know, starving myself or it's not a crash diet, a fad diet. It's just a healthy lifestyle. What advice would you give to moms who are struggling with their weight or just how they look in general? I would tell them to just stop. (laughs) And I know that's easier said than done. Trust me. Like I really do. It took me years to get to this point. Um, But I don't think as women, we hear enough that we're beautiful and that we're strong. And Mm. Like, there's no beauty police. Like, nobody is in charge of telling you what beautiful looks like or what beautiful should be. Um, you, your significant other, and your little one or little ones, I have no doubt that they think that you're beautiful. I remember seeing this Dove commercial. I believe it was Dove not that long ago. And this professional artist who draws portraits was brought in to um, draw pictures and they took a girl and her best friend, right? And so the girl would describe herself to the artist. Like if, if I was blind, tell me, basically like almost like if I was blind, tell me what you would see. So the girls start describing themselves. Okay, well, I have like an oval face. I have this big nose right in the middle. My eyes are kind of like really too big for my face. Like my forehead's like, weird. I have like an uneven eyebrow, like they're not proportioned well, like, you know, going into detail of how they look. And then their 
friend, their best friend, would describe them. And they describe them how you would normally describe them. She has brown eyes. Are her eyes too big? No, they're perfect for her face. This is her eyebrows proportionate to, yeah, her eyebrows are. And you would look at the best friend's picture and it looks like the girl. But you would look at the picture of the way that she described herself and it looked nothing like her. It was wow. ugly. Like, it wasn't. And that was so powerful to me because it's like, I bet you if you ask anyone around you, you know, multiple times throughout this, you said, oh, I looked at you and I wanted to be like you. And I'm thinking like, oh, I hated myself. <laughs> like, we just really don't understand like yeah. how beautiful, like we really, really are. But if you aren't happy, like seriously, do something about it. Right. And go about it in a healthy way. Um, find what works for you. You know, Weight Watchers may not work for everyone. That's what works for me. You know, um, people do other different types, you know, they do keto, they do Atkins, they do whatever, definitely like do your research, but whatever works for you and your lifestyle, do it and go about it in a health, healthy way. Because right. we don't realize that not loving ourselves, it will reflect in so many areas of our life. And it probably does. And you like, we don't even realize it. Right. So seriously like love you embrace who you are right now like be okay with who you are right now and then make whatever changes you need to make to love yourself a little more yeah. for me I had to unfollow some moms that I felt were trying to project an unhealthy image like that was their purpose hmm. um I had to honestly like I had to remove myself from social media for a minute um and then I knew I had to feed my body healthier foods and treat myself better because it was honestly the least I could do for me, like not for mm -hmm. anybody else, but like for me, because right. at the end of the day, you yourself, your thoughts, your emotional well-being, your mental well-being, that's what you have to live with yes. every day. This has been such an empowering podcast to record with you. And I really pray that this encourages moms out there who needed mm -hmm. to hear this. Um, I know you talked about just being able to take control of your food and making healthy lifestyle choices and the confidence that that builds in you. And our children will pick up on all of that as well. If we are, mm -hmm. if we are breeding confidence in ourselves because of choices we're making, our kids are going to turn out to be more confident as well in themselves. Um, thank you so much for sitting with us in this space as we dove into Brianna's journey of developing a healthy body image as a mom. Thank you, Brianna, for being vulnerable with your body image journey and inspiring us to become healthier moms as well. Absolutely. My, my hope is that more moms can be open and honest and vulnerable about their lives as well, because motherhood is such a journey. And we will never perfect it, but it is so important to work on what we can. Um, so I hope this podcast encourages someone to do that. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and we hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. If you haven't already, we want to welcome you to connect with us on Instagram at underscore motherhood unfiltered. Thanks again for joining us.